umgoblue.com by fans for fans since 1999. Hello, welcome to this edition of the umgoblue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with Andy Anderson. And today we're going to talk about Michigan's thumping of Western Michigan by a score of 49 to 3. Michigan broke a four-game losing streak extending back to last season, got their first win of this season, and boy, they sure look pretty good. Well, Andy, what did you think about that one? Well, I was very happy with it. It was good to see them get going. It was good to see them store, uh, score a touchdown on a pass uh, for the first time in a year, almost exactly a year. That was great. Uh most of it was it was it was uplifting to see them win like they did to see them have their nose to the grindstone and not be under a cloud because they had lost the week before and even when they didn't lose sometimes they would have a hangover after the Notre Dame game that wasn't there they played well um, most of them played well I wouldn't say. Uh, that Metellus uh, did right by having that late hit out of bounds the second week in a row. He's gotten himself in trouble, and this time the coaches were on him pretty heavy, it appears. So, uh, but all in all, it, a win is a win, and it's a good way to start the season. And another thing that happened is at least 10 guys that had never really played very much, or if at all, got a chance to get in there. Well, you know, the, you know, the nice thing about that is now that they've clarified the redshirt rule, it's it's a lot easier to get some of those players in um, earlier in the year, especially when you have a, a, a runaway blowout like this. You know, the thing that I liked about it was, you know, and, and we've seen this in the past where um, – Michigan will dork around a little bit for a quarter or two trying to playing with things, shall we say. And it was just nice. They came out, scored three touchdowns in the first quarter, two touchdowns in the second quarter, and basically just kind of, you know, punch Western in the nose and just it just kept beating on them. Um, what I like, too, is, as you mentioned, we got to see, uh, you know, some second and third string guys in the game, and we scored throughout. You know, we scored at least a touchdown every quarter, so that was really nice. Um, I think, you know, the only minor disappointment I had was it sure would have been nice to have a shutout. But, again, life goes on. If you're going to give up some points, at least it's only a field goal. You know, and, and that thing with Metellus, you really don't want to see that because, you know, here we are two games into the season and he's had kind of two unfortunate, I would say, cheap shot penalties. And you don't want a player. You don't want a, a player to get a reputation, a bad reputation that's going to follow him throughout the year. So again, you know, there was no need for that. And I, I have a, I have more sympathy for him on what was called against Notre Dame because that was Me a bang that, that was a bang bang play. But but this was this was frankly just stupid. You, you know, you didn't need it. Yeah. So you bet he better watch it because Brad Hawkins didn't look so bad as his replacement often seem to acquit himself well, so there's going to be a little competition there, and uh, maybe Josh will get sharpened up. So, again, it was nice, you know, it was really nice to see the offensive line kind of settle in, and boy, 
Karan Hingman had a game, 157 yards, only one touchdown, but boy, he was, he was running all over the place. It was great to see Chris Evans get in there. Um, he had 88 yards and two touchdowns, but boy, I really, the impression I took was that the offensive line really kind of pushed Western around and, you know, when they opened up a gap, Michigan's backs were, were more than capable of busting through. Boy, we even saw True Wilson get in there and, and get 54 yards. So, um, you know, again, saw, you know, a dominant running game. Saw Patterson puts up, put up some nice stats, 12 for 17, 125 yards, three touchdowns. Um, shoot, even saw McCaffrey get in and, and, and throw for a touchdown. So, you know, one of the things that we didn't see from Harbaugh his first couple of seasons is he he really left, you know, first couple of seasons he would leave the starters in and not uh, give work to a second and third string guys, especially at quarterback. It's nice to see McCaffrey get in and, and get a little bit. Um, and again, you hope and, you don't. And McCaffrey is earning his keep too because he's been very uh, good under some trying circumstances. In the first game of the Notre Dame game, he displayed a poise that seems to be there, and he seems to have a command in the huddle and all the things you need to be a decent quarterback. He's going to be good someday. He's not his time yet, but his time probably will come. Well, and that's what I was what I was about to say is that you know last year we went through quarterbacks like crazy. So hopefully we don't have that happen again. But if we do, already feel a little bit better to see uh, McCaffrey come in. Um, and, and again, it, it's it's just nice that we're seeing. Um, you know, all last year, I, I was I was crying for competency on offense and at the quarterback position, and and so far so good. Boy, you really wonder what would have happened if Michigan could have had this game under their belt before they went down to South Bend. But that is neither here nor there. Um, you know, moving forward, we're gonna we're gonna see what we can do. Um, so, what other positive things are you taking from this game, Andy? Well, I can, I got to mention again that that 67 yard. We didn't, I didn't mention it in the first place, but I got to recall uh, with fondness that 67 yard run of Karan Higdon in the first quarter. He scored the second touchdown, and that was a gem. He really displayed more than he had, more than I thought he had. Uh, his speed was good. His agility was good. The eyesight was good. The vision was good. He knew where he was going, and he did it quick. And it was surely a heartwarming run and quite unexpected at the time. Definitely, definitely. Um, Nico Collins had a really nice reception. Nice to see that long touchdown. And, again, not only did we see a lot of uh, positive things from the quarterback position, but... We saw the ball get passed around among a number of receivers. So, again, as uh, obviously Western isn't a, a tough a tough test, um, I think you, you really have to wonder how bad Syracuse is that they got into a shootout with Syracuse last week. But, again, it's good to see the win, and uh, it's good to see, uh, again, just, just a, a total domination, a, a beatdown of a, an in-state opponent. Um, you know, Michigan needs to prep for SMU next week, expecting kind of a, a similar beat down there. But 
again, still uh, would rather see a, a dominant performance like this than uh, than anything that like we saw last week. Hopefully that'll go good. All signs are that uh, SMU is not a very good team. They have a couple of losses and and they 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 just don't seem to be able to get the winner winning winners corner of the ring and boy if they did that would be a terrible blow to Michigan's pride and prospects and I don't think it's going to happen. I think Michigan will be up again. I think they got a lot to prove and know they got a lot to prove and they'll go out there and do the job. So uh, let's hope that they do all. We should recall that beautiful throw uh, in the corner of the south end zone to Donovan's people Jones and his nabbing of it. That was a great play on both parts. And even afterwards, Harbaugh even mentioned that he thought that that was a great throw by the quarterback. Yep. Harbaugh also mentioned that he thought the offensive line did well. I was a little puzzled when he said that he thought the offensive line did well last week. Um, I think that's a I think that's a little bit of spin, but it is what it is. And uh, again, you know, it, it's it's hard to, for me to take a lot from this game. I mean, it, it was such a beatdown. Um, you know, it's nice to have a big win to kind of get the bad taste out of your mouth after after Notre Dame. Um, big thing is that you know the team needs to keep improving. Um, want to see that that offensive line continue to, to be stout, keep uh, blowing holes open, and uh, again with uh, interesting with Michigan State's loss uh, on the road, it, it's uh, looking like Michigan's going to have a couple games to get healthy before uh, playing in East Lansing. But again, the good news is uh, I think you know we're on track, everything's looking good, and. Uh, we will reconvene after the SMU game, right? Right. Uh, hopefully, Aubrey Solomon will be back. He's had, I guess, a, a a not major surgery on his knee, but some surgery on his knee, and is recuperating. They, it seems like everybody thinks that he'll be back uh, sometime this season. And Marshall was hurt, too, so a couple of good defensive linemen went there. And fortunately, that's a position where we've had a pretty good two-deep this year. Everybody was talking about how good that two-deep was. And uh, even people like uh, that haven't been playing like Jeter got a little time there. So uh, in all the things now are going well, and let's hope they keep well. And I like Patterson. I think Patterson is going to be very good. He's very calm, very poised, and he showed that escapability again. That certainly is not an exaggeration. He has it. The people playing with him better expect that ball at any moment. They better pay attention because it could get there at unexpected times. But well, one, anyway, it's, one, it's, one it's thing victory, it's a victory still, no matter who it's against. One thing that I noticed watching the tape was that there was a play that Rashawn Gary was basically triple teamed on, and it's funny because every now and then you'll hear people complaining that Rashawn Gary isn't more dominant or doesn't have more stats, and um, when you see a team dedicating two or three players to containing him, 
you kind of understand why his sometimes his numbers aren't better than they are. But, you know, the point in that is if there's two or three guys dedicated to Rashawn Gary, other guys should be uh, should be stepping up. And, and again, it, it was nice to see the defense kind of put a beat down. Nice to see the offense firing. Um, again, a lot of work to do to get to make up for uh, overcome that loss last week. But, again, things look good. So I think that's going to do it for this I think yeah, that's I just wanted to well, I guess about, I guess it's not. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm sorry, Phil. Um, I just wanted to say something about Gary that what people that have never met Gary don't realize about him is that he's a pretty intellectual type. Uh, he's right on target. He knows the right things to say. And I saw a picture of him in this game being triple teamed three guys, and uh, they knocked him down that time, but they didn't knock him down no matter what the teaming he, he went on. He got his first sack of the year, too. Sorry to step on the end of the program there. Well, no worry. So uh, with that, that's going to do it for this edition of the UMGoldBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with Andy Anderson. Go Blue. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.